Star Jelly Files, Episode 20, Intermission, Lights in the Forest. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Star Jelly Files and our new Friday release schedule. Going forward from this week, all new episodes will be released on Fridays. Last episode, I took an opportunity to share a little bit about myself and my views on the paranormal, specifically that I believe in the paranormal and why I believe in the paranormal. I also took the opportunity to share a mini-episode with you or a mini-story about a paranormal happening in my own life. I felt like it was really important to share one of my own stories because my experiences are very much why I believe in the paranormal in so many ways, beyond my research and beyond hearing other people's experiences with the paranormal. The experiences I've had very much shape my views and very much shape my storytelling for my podcast and my other work. So this week, I'm going to share another mini-episode with another small story from my life about a paranormal experience that I had. And then next week, we'll have a story from one of the Beacons and get an update on their adventures. So, where to start, I guess? Last time we talked, I shared a story about the first time that I saw lights in the sky. And as I was driving home, how those lights followed me and eventually hovered above me when I got out of my car. This week, I'd like to talk about lights again, but this time, lights that exist within the forest. Often, when thinking about the paranormal and aliens, and we talk about lights, often that conversation is about lights that are in the sky, specifically the night sky, when we're looking up and we see something moving that maybe shouldn't be there or we didn't expect to be there. But paranormal sightings of lights exist in other places. For instance, within the forest, within the woods, within the dark of the forest and the woods. This story, much like my last story, takes place when I'm driving home from work, but is much later in my life. This was actually just a couple years ago when this happened. This story is about the first time that I saw lights within the trees, within a forest, rather than up in the sky. This particular story took place in the fall, so it was a time of year in New England when the trees are really, really full of leaves and also really, really full of color. When you drive through some of these back roads in New England, often like my last story, driving at night, you can drive for miles without seeing another car and without having streetlights on those roads, and all you're surrounded by is trees, and in this case in the fall, trees that have a lot of leaves on them. And that's important to the story because on some of these back roads, because the trees are so full, it's hard to see the sky. So unlike my last story, where as I'm driving, I could see the stars above me, with this story, I couldn't. This story took place in the fall, in the evening, when I was driving home from work late one night. It was one of those nights where I had to work late, and it was for a project that I had been working on for a while, so it wasn't the first late night I had had this particular fall. But it was one of the nights where I was there later than I usually would be. It was about 10 o'clock when I was driving home, and that doesn't sound very late. But in parts of New England, once you hit about 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock, the roads are relatively abandoned. Most things in the small towns out here tend to close around 8 or 9 p.m., so by the time you hit 10, everybody's inside or at least not driving around. So I was making my way home, and with this particular commute, I spent a lot of time in the back roads of New England and a lot of time driving through a mountainous area. So you would have these very, very long roads that would be all trees, no streetlights, very dark with no other cars around, 
And as you're driving, you would drive up and down these giant hills. So sometimes you would only be able to see the hill in front of you and nothing beyond that. And this isn't something that bothers me. This is actually a type of driving that I enjoy. I enjoy driving at night on those types of roads because it's really quiet and I can have my radio up and I can just enjoy the drive that I have. This night was pretty much the same. I was driving home. I was enjoying the cool weather. I had my windows down. My radio was on. And I was driving down this really quiet mountain road with no streetlights and pretty much just seeing my headlights the trees around me, and nothing else because I couldn't see the sky through the trees. Eventually, I got to the point in my commute where I was truly away from kind of the city area and the main town area of where I was and driving into the back roads through the mountains. And this part of the commute is relatively comedic when you look at it from a storytelling perspective because it sounds so cliche. You drive away from downtown, and as you're driving away, you make your way through the mountain road into this dense forest where it's just all hills and trees and no streetlights, like I said. And just before you climb the first hill to be able to kind of get down that road and make your way forward, you come to this stop sign and a crossroads in the middle of the forest. So you drive away from the city lights, the downtown lights, and you come upon a stop sign surrounded by trees and no streetlights. And if I were to write that for a book, it would probably be called cliche. But in reality, these types of areas do exist in the wilds of New England. And usually when you stop at one of these stop signs, it's a little bit eerie because the houses in this area are so far off the road that you can't see them. And so it really is just you. And if there happens to be another car, that shows up. In my case that night, there was no other car. It was just me. But you still want to stop because, well, it's a stop sign. And so I pull up to the stop sign. I stop. I have my windows down. I'm listening to my music. I'm enjoying the fall night. And as I'm looking forward, I can see the crest of the first hill and the trees on either side of the road. And as I begin to pull forward through the intersection, I notice to the left that there are a couple of floating green lights amongst the trees. Initially, I thought it might be just a house that's behind the trees or some kids running around outside because, you know, it's fall, it's getting close to Halloween, so maybe they're out playing. Or maybe it was just a reflection off of something that I couldn't see. So I ignored it. <laughs> Much like most of my experiences in my life, I assumed it was something normal. And I pulled through the intersection and made my way over the first hill. I saw the lights disappear as I drove past them again. That renewed in me that it was probably someone hanging out outside or someone's house or something like that going on. And I continued on my journey. As I continued to drive, I continued to think about those green lights because it was one of those moments where I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. And I wonder what those were. And so I drove a couple miles. And I was asking myself, had I ever seen those lights before and just not remembered, or would I see them again driving home another night and I wonder what they are? As it turns out, I didn't need to wait that long to see them again. As I was driving down this road, making my way up and down the hills of it, I began to notice that to my right this time, I was seeing the green lights again. And unlike at the stop sign where they were just sitting there and kind of floating, These ones were following next to my car. Again, I had a moment of, oh, maybe it's my dashboard reflecting on my windows, or maybe it's something that I'm seeing reflecting from somewhere else, but 
Those ideas very quickly left my mind when I remembered that my windows were rolled down and that in this particular area, there were actually no houses because I had reached the part of the mountain road where it really was just trees and open landscape. And so I began to have this eerie feeling, as I'm sure others would too, that these green lights were something other than what I would expect them to be. This particular drive is long. It's about a 10-mile drive down the back roads through the mountains, and it's one of those things where you don't see a lot of houses and you don't see a lot of buildings, and so really it was a couple miles of me driving and noticing these lights to the right-hand side. And they were moving fast because this road is not one of those roads where people are driving 10 miles an hour. This is a road where the speed limit is 40. So I'm moving quickly. I'm not moving very slowly. And they were keeping up with me. And eventually I came to another one of those middle of the woods stop signs and intersections that I needed to stop at. And I did have a momentary thought of like, hmm, I wonder what's going to happen when I stop and these green lights are still there. I wasn't scared. I do want to say that. I wasn't scared. If anything, I was overwhelmingly curious to see what these lights were, which probably isn't the reaction that many people would have. But for me, it was one of those moments where I was like, this is really cool. And I'm flipping through all of the paranormal knowledge in my head to try and think of what these might be. Again, it's one of those instances where You ask yourself and where other people ask you, could it have been a drone or another car or something else that was there that's explainable? And I really don't think so. The trees are so dense in that area that for something else to fly within the trees that quickly, I don't think it's something that is human made. So I pulled up to the stop sign, the second stop sign, and waited to see what would happen. I didn't wait very long because I didn't want to sit at a stop sign just kind of sitting there, but I sat there for a few minutes looking at the lights that were now stopped to my right-hand side. Again, no one else was there. It was just trees and darkness and my headlights and the hills around me, and in this case, the green lights that were floating amongst the trees. I had sat there long enough that I had decided that they weren't going to do anything and that... I wasn't going to get any more detail from it, so I decided that I was going to just continue driving home. I had no intention of getting out of the car and walking into the woods in the middle of the night, so I decided that I would just make my way and see what happened. Yet, as I'm getting ready to pull forward, I glance one more time at the lights to see what they're doing and if they're still there, and I notice that in addition to the lights and in the dim projection of the lights, I can see some very, very, very tall figures standing in the woods. They weren't shaped like humans. They were probably seven, eight feet tall would be my estimate. And they were just simply leaning against and standing amongst the trees looking at my car. They had very long arms and very long legs and very much were creatures not of this world, in my opinion. I couldn't see a lot about them because it was dark and because it really was just their shadows amongst the trees. What I could really see was their shape in the fact that they blended well into the forest. So they were colored in greens and reds and browns. They didn't do anything. They just were observing me just as I was observing them. And 
The feeling I got from them was one of curiosity and friendliness, not of fear. So we sat there for a minute, just looking at each other, them looking at me, me looking at their shadows and the lights they were projecting. And eventually, the one that was closest to the side of the road simply nodded at me, as if nodding hello. And I nodded back and made the decision in that moment that I was going to go ahead and continue driving home. And as I pulled my way through the intersection and made my way over the next hill, the lights did not follow me. They didn't follow me for the rest of the night. It was almost as if they were following me just to show me that they were there and to give me the opportunity to get a glimpse of them as they were here. I didn't see the lights again for the entirety of the rest of my drive home. They had stayed where they were, or disappeared, I imagine, once I had driven away. But during other late-night drives in that area, I have seen those lights again. And I've never seen the beings again, but I have seen the lights. And this was one of those defining moments in my life where... I believed in aliens, I believed in UFOs because I had seen lights in the sky, but this really was that moment where it felt incredibly real to me. Felt real that there are beings out there that are just as interested to meet us as we are to meet them, that are curious, that are kind, and that really just want to find a way to say hello. So that's my story for this week. Next week, like I said, We're going to go ahead and get back to our beacons and rejoining their journey as they make their way forward to meeting the light beings and to traveling towards Earth. And if you liked this type of episode where I share my personal paranormal stories, please let me know in our comments and I can start looking into making more of these. Thank you for listening and I hope everyone has a great day. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Star Jelly Files podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode and that you are having a great day. The Star Jelly Files is written, produced, voice acted, and created by me, Elizabeth Hamblett. If you would like to support the podcast and gain access to bonus content, check out my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash starjellyfiles. If you would like to learn more about the podcast or visit our merch store, check us out at www.starjellyfiles.com. The links are also in the description.